Welcome to the 5 Asylum, the podcast where we all have the same passion, same drive, same struggles. We are all the same. In this week's episode, John and Tom speak to Mike Medley, known as Southeast Fox Body on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, as well as One Fast 5 on Instagram. Mike, through Southeast Fox Body, is the go-to source for restoring your interior and engine bay to better the new condition. Trying to get that car as close to factory as possible? Mike's your guy. This week's conversation goes well beyond cars or Fox Bodies for that matter and touches on every aspect of life. Growing up, parenthood, resiliency, and love for your fellow man. Take a listen. We hope you enjoy. Please leave your feedback on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Have a great week. Well, we're recording. <laughs> so, on this episode of the 50 Asylum, we have somebody I'm very interested in talking to. Oh, I'm getting... We've been talking back and forth a little while uh, through phone, chats, messages, all that stuff. And it's someone I'm interested in learning more about, learning more about what he's into and all that stuff. So without further ado, Mr. Mike Medley. How you doing, buddy? Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Glad to see y'all's faces. Yeah, well, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, some of us have it. And of course, some of us with Mohawks don't. What are you talking about? Face made for radio. What about that damn face made for radio you have? This Humpty Dumpty looking motherfucker talking shit about me already. <laughs> Humpty Look Dumpty, what guy. Humpty, Humpty, Humpty Dumpty, Dumpty looking motherfucker talking shit about me. <laughs> Y'all ain't seen the phone books I'm sitting on over here, so I ain't gonna say. Oh <laughs> shit! It's like yeah, deliverance up here. Short, huh, I feel like I'm in deliverance up here talking to you, Southern boys. You want you want to squeal like a pig, Tommy? <laughs> Johnny's like, you got a pretty mouth. Mike's like, yeah. hell yeah, old son. Hell yeah, old son. <laughs> you gotta get a oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Uh, all right, so let's talk some fox body stuff. Let's talk some fox body stuff. All right. Southeast Fox Bodies, Mike. Tell us about it. Give us the rundown. What is well, it? What's it about? I started this little venture in 2018. I was in the SSP community, I had a 92 State Patrol Mustang, uh, Georgia State Patrol. Um, one of those situations, everybody talks about, you know, built, not bought. I'm kind of on the aspect of bought and then had to rebuild. That happens a lot. Um, got the car, re-restored it, got it correct. Um, and then a retired state trooper that has his actual 89 Mustang that he had when he was an active trooper. He reached out to me on Facebook and was like, hey, man, I want my car to look like yours. So he loaded it up, drove it like two hours down here from where he lives that way up in North Georgia. And I started tearing it apart and just doing what I've always done. I've been fooling with these cars since early 2000s. I worked for Ford for a while. Then I moved into heavy trucks. Um, so I started fooling with that thing and tearing it apart. Uh, refinishing all the underhood stuff and interior stuff, getting the, the wiring right, the decals right, and all that. And that's kind of how it started. Uh, it went from there, really. I mean, basically, I focus on kind of odd for some people don't call me a restoration shop because I'm technically not a shop, I do this from home. So I do underhood, undercarriage, and interior stuff. So, say you have a really nice car, great paint job, uh, but the interior is kind of lacking and you're kind of afraid to get underneath the hood and start tinkering with stuff, you know, pulling accessories off. You don't know how to wash your engine properly. That's where I kind of come in. I got guys, you see it all the time, see a car for sale. 
dude wants like 25 grand for it. Well, everything looks great except under the hood. So under the hood, you're like, what the fuck am I going to do with this car? So that's where I come in. I pull everything off, redetail it, get it looking factory. That's mainly I go factory specific stuff. Um, I did a Celine a while back that had to be put back to the way it was when it was sold. I've done a 93 Cobra. I've done, done quite a few of them. I've done a lot of modified cars too, but that's mainly my area of expertise. I don't, you know, I don't have to do paint body. Number one, I don't have the space for it. I could if I wanted to, but I choose not to because I don't have to. I got a yeah, full-time yeah. job driving a truck. So I do this stuff on the weekends as, you know, I play money and kind of help out a little bit around here when we need stuff. That's really what it started into. Then I kind of put off the whole social media YouTube thing. Everybody talked me into it. I started, I did a little YouTube channel. I don't, I think maybe 200 something followers on there so far. I don't have a whole lot of videos. I'm bigger on TikTok of all things, which is what I swore off for years till my kids were like, look, dad, this is the new thing. You really need to get on TikTok. Check this out. Now I'm almost up to 9,000 followers on there. Wow. Um, nice. Instagram, not a whole lot, mainly on my Facebook stuff. I am. My goal is to help other people learn how to do this stuff. And if you just still don't want to do it, then you can bring it to me. I've had guys from out of state. I've had guys in state, locally, far off, you know, call me up. Hey, man, you know, this is what I need done. What can you do? And that's how it went. So I'm so trying to branch out. Tell me a little bit about what drives you to want to do that. It's kind of a way to decompress. The trucking industry, I've been in it over 20 years. I was a fireman for nine years during the trucking industry thing. Um, yeah. Believe it or not, routing factory spark plug wires correctly is a way to relax for me. I know some people would rather, you know, chew their arm off than do that, but stuff like <laughs> that kind of relaxes me. Um, yeah. It gives me a way to get out in the garage. I'm still at home. I'm not at a shop. I don't have the overhead, but I'm at home. I can be around the family, but I can kind of take my brain because it never shuts off. My brain goes 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I got OCD and it's, it's horrible. So I kind of get to focus that energy on doing that. And that's yeah. really, and I did it as, cause I enjoy it. And then it kind of branched into a kind of a side business. That's really where we're at with that. Yeah. So you're, so you're not doing any more YouTube or you're only just dabbling in a little bit here and there now? I did one last night for that review on those, uh, FFP custom trunk struts. Yo, those things are nice, man. Yeah, they are. They're super yeah, sweet. Well worth the fuck. I will be ordering me a set of those. Yes, please do. They're well Dude, worth they're it. Yes. Mainly what I've been doing, I found it's easier for me to do a TikTok and then add a little to it and then post that on YouTube. Because TikTok is, you know, straight to the point, no bullshit. Yeah. I feel yeah. like if I get on YouTube, I have a tendency to want to, in my brain, I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, am I fucking rambling? Does this make sense? She's like, yeah, you sound great. To me, I sound like a bubbling fucking idiot. But <laughs> we all do, though, man. You get on these things and you just play your dumb yeah, ass. I feel that same way about Tom all the time. What are you talking about? What, what the? What is this? And anybody that sits here and doesn't think that fucking YouTube is hard work, I will go ahead and tell you yeah. it's hard work because I don't want to sound like an idiot. So I go and redo it over and over and over and over and over again. And finally, I'm like, fuck it. Let's just go to TikTok, knock this shit out less than three minutes, slap it all together, blend it all, put my little intro thing into it, and then slap it on YouTube that it's way. Another, it's definitely another job. I mean, I don't do yep. YouTube channel. Like, I just, if I do a reel or something like that, I just post it, like, on a short. But I don't do, like, welcome to the channel type stuff. I give every single person who does YouTube a ton of credit because, a lot let me of tell thoughts. you, yes, for it's sure. like a whole other job. I mean, it is. it's not only a whole other sure. job getting content, it's a whole nother job editing and then uploading. Yep. And then you got to deal with people's big mouths. You it's know what I see a lot? Pork yesterday. 
And my plan was to unbox that stuff, do, talk about it, unbox it, set the camera up in the car. I got a GoPro. Set the camera up in the trunk of the yeah. car and start. Fuck no. Nope. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. I fooled with that shit for 30 damn minutes. I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna have, I'll be out here all day night. I'm I mean, gonna, I can't, I can't do the YouTube thing. I, I just, yeah. I, I, like I said, I can do the small increment shit. So I, I yeah. my daughter, my youngest one, she told me about cap cut. <laughs> Dude, that shit's awesome. Look at the, it's an app on your phone. I can slap shit together on cap cut. That little video I posted on YouTube last night, I used cap cut, put my intro, my intro thing that I already had saved in my phone, added okay. that, that shit with it. Slapped it all together. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's done. And then I put it on YouTube. So that's oh, how I do cool. it. Because I can't, I, I just literally, 50 hours that, a week. Plus will that stuff. work on Instagram too, do you think? You can put CapCut video. What it does is save to your phone. So you okay. can share that damn video anywhere. Oh, good. Heck yeah. That'd be sweet. My, my you little know, like, CapCut. You know, Mike, Cap you know, Mike, that video you made, I forwarded to uh, Steve Feldman, Dominic, Mike, and all them. Yeah, that, that you did. Steve yeah. ordered those because of that video that you did. Hey, look, I, that's my point. Ryan, Ryan Frazier is awesome dude. I message him, at, you know, because a lot of times I'll be middle of the night, late at night. I'm sitting in bed watching TV. I know a lot of people don't answer messages. I try to just because that's just me because I know how it is to when you need something. So I was like, I shot him a message, figured I'd hear from the next day. 30 minutes later, he fucking messaged me back. And he's like, hey, man, what's up? I'm working on them, you know, two weeks out, blah, blah, blah. A week later, they show up. Right. So, you know, I want people to get a real – I'm real life. I'm the same way as I'm talking to y'all as I yeah. am on the street. I don't play a part. I don't do none of that. I am the same little asshole that you'll talk to now as I would if you see me in Walmart. All right. So, since you said that, you called yourself an asshole, I got it. I got it. There's a skeleton in the closet we're going to talk about right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Mike is a legend on Facebook for one or two things, right? One, the guy that'll help you out, give you advice. And the other, the guy that'll tear your shit apart. So, now, in the beginning, when I didn't know you, yeah, um, I was like, man, this guy's a fucking savage, dude. Like, he's tearing this motherfucker up. But after talking to you, the same guy that would tear you up for everybody listening would give you the shirt off his back. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I feel like um, we sugarcoat things for people in life. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the best thing for them. And I feel like a lot of times when you post stuff on Facebook and hammer somebody, it isn't because you're, uh, uh, how do I word this? Uh, It isn't because you're personally attacking them. You're just calling bullshit bullshit, right? That's it. And sometimes it's easier to see things from the outside looking in. I mean, that's just my perspective after I've got to know you a little bit. Yep. I don't know if you want to talk about that at all. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, dude, like I'm just going to tell you, like, of course, when you hammer people on Facebook, there's going to be a reputation that comes with that. What do you say about that? You know, at the end of the day, I'll tell you this. I sleep just fine in that bed upstairs knowing that I lit somebody's ass on fire that needed it. But like you said, though, I'll give the shirt off my back. True. And the reason I'm like I am is for years and years, especially growing up as a kid, I was always a little guy. I always got made fun of. You know, I can't I let, see that at all. I Never. I let the shit bother me. And one day my senior year in high school, my buddy was like, dude, quit fucking around with this shit. Just start having fun with it and they'll leave you alone. Yeah. And it snapped. And then 
as I got older, I started seeing through a lot of bullshit. And then, uh, you know, you learn as you as you get older, you grow up, you get taken advantage of by people. So I, I've kind of hardened up to where I have to show you my asshole side. My wife will tell you this too. She'll say, somebody, my buddy arrested somebody's kid the other night up in Helen and mentioned Polk County where I live at. And he said, yeah, I know Mike and Christy from, from out in Polk County. Oh yeah, I know Christy. Her husband's a fucking asshole. <laughs> okay, I'm not lying. And this is this is two and a half, three hours away from me where I live at, where he, where my buddy's yeah. come from. But your but reputation precedes yourself. Exactly. But the reason I am like I am is because mm. I have to be. Because the people that do right by others and try to help other people will get fucked over so fast. Yeah, shit on quick. Face. Yeah, you're right. So I show you the asshole side first. To let and you see if you, if you and can if you still it. stick around, you're worth you you're worth your time. Exactly. I mean, my, I, you know, my turn. My wife, my, me and my wife first met. I was on the fire truck. She was on the ambulance. You know, I was like, "Why are you letting these fucking people run you over?" And she finally one day it clicked, and she turned and now she uses my powers against me um, on everything because I trained her how to be a cold hearted bitch, um, <laughs> and that's fine. But that, that's my thing is. Nobody ever asks you why you are the way you are other than you, Tom. Other people have, but you flat out, you know the you know what's going on. You understand. He but knows the rules, people, don't he? Yeah. Yeah. Most people just assume, and you know, even when I'm at work, you know, I'm I'm all business. I got uh, trucking's a hard job. I got shit to do, I got places to be. I'm yeah. not a fan of this career anymore. Yeah. I want to get it done and go home to my family. I was on the road for years. I missed my kids growing up. You know, so I'm all busy. People are like, dude, that guy's a dick. I'm really not that bad. You know, nine years in the fire department, seeing the shit that I saw. I like that. I'm really not that bad. I'm really not. <laughs> I am. I will. I will respond to your to you with the same kind of energy you give me. Yeah. I'll, my yeah. wife will tell you. I'll talk to the fucking wall. I'll be in Walmart, and I'll I'll strike up a conversation. Hell, we was at the gas station the other day. We're standing in line, and this dude was looking at blunt wraps, and we all know what blunt wraps are used for. Right. So, what? No. I, I have yeah, no idea. not at all. Never, right? So, <laughs> you know, I look – obviously, I look like a cop because my hair and my son – whatever, people think I'm a cop. I used to have a cop car, but I was actually a fireman. It really trips people out. So, I'm standing in line with this cat, and I look dead at him. He's looking through blunt wraps. I'm like, hey, man, the pineapple ones are the best ones to smoke a blunt with. And he looked at me. <laughs> he goes, you trying to fucking set me up? I'm like, oh, man, what are you talking about? He goes, you look, yeah, like, buddy. you look like a damn police. But I, I just like to have fun with folks. And if you can take my humor and me busting your ass a little bit, I take it just as much. I mean, you see my Facebook help. My wife is 99% of the time the one busting my ass. You seen the bullshit she posted the other day, fucking with me and the, the little safety gear thing, you know, whatever. And then she posts the leprechaun picture of me and, and freaking uh, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, I get just as much abuse as I dish out. Right, but you know, well, I, I can I can vouch for you that once you get to know you, you're a super cool guy, man, and you know, real real dude, straight up, which I like, so I respect that. And anyone cool. listen, anyone who can't take it, man, life life's hard. Get a helmet. I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? That's what I said. Get a helmet, beat your head against a fucking window. I really don't care. <laughs> but, you know. So I appreciate you addressing that, man, because uh, it was something I wanted to talk about because you yeah. know you know how it is. Hey man, I'm cool. Whatever you know. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm glad you understand. I totally get it. Totally one hundred percent. Well, listen. I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and talk about mustangs and 
and uh, south southeast fox bodies all damn night long. I got I other know. things I need to talk about. Well, so, uh, I don't know if y'all know this or not, and you've not been to Dollar General or a Walmart, but uh, the trim of trees are back out. Oh, can, I, can I make a statement about your trees? Sure, go ahead. Because I'm fixing to eat one of them. Well, you go ahead and chow down, buddy boy, but I'm going to go ahead and break your heart. I ran the road with a lot of little Debbie drivers. And my yeah. favorite, the only woman I'd ever cheat on my wife with is little Debbie. <laughs> I, I would fucking, I'd be in the truck stop fueling, and I'd see them boys roll up next to me, and I'm like, hey, guys, y'all got some peanut butter bars in that thing? And well, they are the bomb. I love peanut butter bars. I'm telling you, if you notice mm-hmm. the side box, if you ever see a little Debbie truck, Tom, you probably don't see them up there. In, in- no, we do. We see them. Okay. Yeah. All right. They have, on the trailer, there's a little bitty box, like a little door. John used to mm-hmm. haul groceries, so you kind of understand. Little yep. bitty door on the side of that 53-foot trailer. That's where those motherfuckers stash the damn extra shit. I'd be, like, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, man, you got anything in that? And I used to haul frozen food, so I'd be like, look, you know, I got some country fried steak or some stupid shit like that that I'd end up with. And I'd be like, hey, y'all got any damn peanut butter bars? Or well, I got oatmeal cream pies. Fuck, that works for me. Yep. So, I will tell you now, though. Ottawa, Tennessee, where that McKee Foods is, where they make them things. Zebra cakes, Christmas tree cakes, whatever fucking cake that's got a white cream on the outside and white cream on it, it's the same damn thing. Same cake, I know. Same cake. Same. Look at him. All the the people out there in in the world that think Christmas tree cakes are some magical thing that Santa Claus... Listen, listen, listen. It's not about... It's not about Christmas tree cake, okay? And it's not about zebra cake. It's about the time of year when you get it, and you yeah. get to say, trim a tree. Trim a tree. Trim a tree. I've never what? eaten one of those, bro. What? Tastes like cardboard. I've never eaten one of those, and it's I ever done it. supposed to show how damn un-American you are if you've never had a crap damn Christmas tree. Okay. Just, you got cardboard in your room? Un-American? What the fuck? You're a damn un-American asshole. Yeah. Okay. If, you've, if you've never had a Christmas tree cake. What the right, hell? I'm done, I'm done talking about cake. Tom, do you have a cigarette box bullshit. in your room somewhere? Just take a bite of that, and that's what the shit's going to taste like. I know, right? You better down, hey, you better go somewhere tonight after we get done with this pod and go get you some damn cakes, some of these Christmas no, tree I'm cakes. I'm going to sleep, bro. Do that's you think the Dollar General in Pennsylvania has just as fucked up of people watching as the one does down here in the south where we're at, John? 1,000%. 1,000%. Hey, they got their own crackheads up there. Don't let them kid you. They got them. Oh. God. They built a brand new Dollar General down here across the street from the old one. And I told those fuckers, I said, it's going to be two weeks. And this thing's going to look just as much of a shithole as the old one did. And I'll be damned if it didn't look just as much of a shithole as the old so, one did. Yep. Up until about eight months ago, we didn't have a food store in my town. It was Dollar General. I can yeah. tell you're a damn skinny ass. No, man. Like, I live in the middle of the fucking woods. Like, for real. There's nothing I, here. Yeah, I forgot that does exist in Pennsylvania. I've been across some yeah. parts. They're normally uh, occupied by the Amish. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, fuck these cakes. I want to hear more about Southeast Fox Five. <laughs> Tom's like, I'm so tired of He's so, so, mad mad about cakes. so negative about my cakes, Tom. What the hell? Quit. Stop with the crinkling. John, slow down before you eat the whole damn box. All right, I'm reeling John in. I'm gonna mute John. <laughs> Mike, yeah. Where do you see Southeast Fox Buddies going? Like, where would the ultimate goal be? Uh, so I can get the fuck out of trucking. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah. So you would like to do like builds or like 
mild restorations or mild restoration stuff. You know, my goal is, you know, a few more years, kids get grown more than what they are. We get a house, I get a shop outside of the house and I can do more stuff. And that, you know, bills are paid down. Ex-wife's paid off. That's how that works. And then I can focus more on stuff and kind of slow up from truck driving because I'm not getting any younger and it ain't getting any easier. So that's my goal is to grow it. But I don't want to do it so much to where, you know, like when I was a kid, I thought trucking was the coolest thing ever because dad did it. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it when I was younger, not sleeping and running my ass off and living off coffee and cigarettes. Um, Now that I've gotten older, I don't enjoy it. So I don't want to ever get to the point where I don't enjoy Fox body stuff. Cause I know once you get on anything in life, no matter what you're doing, if you're digging a ditch, running a fire truck, being a cop, whatever, the point where you don't like it anymore, that's called burnout. You're done. Yep. Yep. You need to get away from it. So I want to have it to where it's an extra source of income, so to speak. And, but not consuming my life entirely. Yeah. Yeah, right. be happy so you want to kind of use social media to help build that. Yeah, I doubt it'll ever happen. Um, but never say never, man. I mean, you well, don't know. I know. I know. I, like I said, I never expected to have any kind of following on TikTok, just putting dumb shit out there that I do. But I mean, I do, and I, and I see worse every day. But that's kind of where I'm at, you know. And social media helps grow. That's, I mean, honestly, if I hadn't have branched out and got into social media and and you know, talk to people like Caleb with the Fox cash, you know, he's the one that gave me my start with my SSP car. You know, I was putting it out there, but he kind of gave me the little kick in the pants to, Hey man, look at this dude's car. You know, look what he's got. Yeah. Right. You know, I went from there and, and it's social media is a blessing and a curse. It my, is. It and is. I'm going to tell you why I try to support all my friends, everybody. And I think me and you talked about this the other day, John. Yep. But you find out real freaking fast just exactly who supports you as long as it isn't interfering with them bringing their self to the top. Does that make any sense? Totally. Like there's, there's people that are your friends, and then there's people that are your friends, but they'll step on your fucking head to get above you any chance they can. And that's the unfortunate thing about social media. And the bad thing about it is it's so damn obvious it's like they're waving a freaking flag at you that you can tell who does it. Right. You know, for a fact, who does it? But the old saying is you got to be a bigger person. And physically, I'll, I'll never be a big person. But mentally, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always grow out, buddy. <laughs> well, well, I was going to kill you. You got me. You're doing you a fantastic job of growing out. I can tell you yeah. that. I'm, yeah, you I'm can always shape. grow out. I mean, yeah, round, shape is, round is a shape, and I'm in it. For yeah, sure. that's exactly um, right. But I just – it's it's disheartening in a way to, to see – there's so much – this hobby is so damn big that every fucking body could have a piece of it if they want it. Yeah. I've got a niche. You know, Foxcast has got a niche. Brutal's got a niche. Everybody – you know, Ken and all – I don't know Ken. I've never met him. never met Brutal. I've, I've dealt with – I only ever dealt with Caleb and you guys. Um, so I can't speak for them. But everybody's got a, a niche they can fall into. Or if they do work like I do, they've got a specialty they can do. Paint and body. There's a guy here local to me. He can't stand me. He was I'm, a, I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer that if I can by God do it, somebody else can. Exactly. Everybody is living that. Everybody is capable of doing something. Bingo. Doing it themselves if you put forth the effort to do it's it. It's all about effort. If you yes. don't have the right tools and the knowledge, 
I didn't have them when I started out. I had to go to school. I had to learn in a shop hands-on. I had to buy a tool. It's part of life. Everybody's got the same damn opportunity if you want to reach out and get it. But on that aspect, you're always going to have the fucker that rides somebody's coattails. We know that. So you kind of got everything. That's in everything. Exactly. Exactly. What do they call it? Capitalism? I don't, yep. I don't know what you call that shit. But. <laughs> right. so, yeah, that's exactly what it is, I guess. But I mean, you know, like but, I said, there's everybody. Mike, you're, yeah. right about, you're right about that, but there is good sides too. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, for instance, like, I'd never met you. I'd never exactly. met John, like yeah. Gary and yeah. Chris from Infamous. I consider them really, really, really good friends of super mine. Super cool guys. Yeah. yeah I, I think you know. the world, I love their podcast. Super cool. Every time I've ever, I messaged, um, Chris a while back for some, I've talked to Gary back and forth on Instagram, but I messaged Chris a while back about some struts for my car, what he thought about and got, it got back with me. And I, and I hear other people in this same realm, so to speak, talk about how they don't respond to messages. They don't talk to people. Well, my opinion is this, the fuckers out there that are watching my dumbass videos and talking to me and interacting with me on social media got me where I'm at. And then, like I said, not like I'm far out or anything, but right. they are the reason they are where they're at. So why in the hell? I understand it gets overwhelming, but why ignore people? Yeah, you know, Chris and Gary, those guys always. Every time I had, I talked to Gary more than I've ever talked to Chris. But I mean, they answered back, and right. I understand they're they're a lot busier than I'll ever be in that kind of aspect of stuff. But the fact that they care, and that's you know, those guys are great. You guys are awesome. You know, I've talked to you both of y'all outside of this on the phone. You know, text yep. or whatever. You know, shit. That, that's but that's where you got to be though to succeed. I think, in my opinion, you can yeah, I you mean, can like level and then fall and then be stuck there. I agree. You know, for for me, like I mean, until I did this, um, I was just a guy with a car, right? Like yeah. people would still message me, and I try my hardest to answer every single person, no matter what, no matter what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. I I agree. It does get a little overwhelming at some points, so I can't. Oh, I I, I can imagine it a, yeah. Shit turns into a big conversation. Like somebody asks you a question. Hell, I get people. I get a phone number calling me. Hey, man, I, you know, you gave me your card months ago, and blah blah blah. And I, this, my fox is acting up. Can you help me with this? Can you? Yeah, sure, man. What can I do for you? You know, what right. can I help you with? But sometimes on the internet, you get messages on social media. The ones that piss me off more than anything are the motherfuckers. Is your car for sale? Did, did I put? The- <laughs> did I put for sale? Well, that's a compliment, though. No. I know. That's a very I big know. compliment, Mike. You should take it as a, as such. That's a compliment. Like people want to buy yeah. that bitch. Yeah. I know, but I don't know. I just I get it a lot, so I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong, but and now I'm probably gonna have nine thousand people when they hear this sending me a message asking me if my card's for sale. I'm gonna but, tell everybody. <laughs> to, I'm gonna talk to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna send you one tomorrow. I'm actually going to make a fucking for sale. Like, I'm going to make a picture, edit it, for sale. For sale sign and put it on Instagram. Yep. Ryan Franks, where you at? Oh, don't worry. worry. He's working in the fucking shadows waiting to find something to bust my ass with. Yeah, Yeah, he is. He's waiting. I see him back there. If he don't, my wife and that other room in there will find some fucking material. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Somebody's got to keep you honest. Buddy, I'm telling you what. that. You you just well you wait till around St. Patrick's Day, brother. You're gonna get to see the leprechaun picture. Oh my god. My buddy, my buddy that does Photoshop fucking Photoshop my face on a goddamn leprechaun. Oh my goodness gracious. Years ago, 
and she fucking puts that shit up every, every year. Huh? St. Patrick's Day. It's that time of year again. That's yeah. great, man. <laughs> every time, man. That's funny. The humor is everything, dude. That's oh, it, it's yeah. That's how. So, it so, hey, what else? What other kind of things are you into? Uh, eating. I like to eat. Yeah, uh, I sleeping. Eating. I like to sleep. Yeah. Um, when you go for years on the road and you pull refrigerated and you run like I did and you sleep like two hour increments at a time. Once you get on, I've been on a normal sleep schedule probably. I've been driving for Southeastern probably eight years now, over eight years. So I can actually sleep normal now. Um, I, uh, I never really understood what a nap was until yeah. <laughs> now. I'm like, hell yeah, this is awesome. How old are you though? I'll be forty this month. Oh, them damn naps is fixing to really start kicking in good. Yeah, yeah, they're they're wow. they're. I'm telling you, before I would, like I said, I'd get off the road. And I'd get home like on an early Friday morning or early Saturday morning. And I'd sleep for like two hours. So I usually listen to that reefer running behind me. So without that thing yeah. running, I couldn't sleep. Oh, and yeah. then, uh, dude, I was like two hours. I was awake because I'd go somewhere and unload. And I was in Florida on Mondays, Carolina's on Wednesdays. And then around by your area on Fridays, I'd run Mitchell or I'd go to yeah. um, Osborne Brothers or, yeah. you know, yeah. where you used to work at all these guys, you know. So I was rolling my ass off. And then now I'm home every night. I can enjoy life again. You know, my kids, my oldest one's fixing to graduate. My son's 15. Um, he's he's kind of, he's going into like, uh, he's learning shit in school about like Photoshop and video design, stuff like that. He's getting into cars, which I never thought I'd ever see. And then we got, me and my wife got the littlest one. She's Fox, 12. Does he like Fox bodies or into like the newer stuff? He likes the Supers. And I ain't going to lie, man, the new Supers they're are pretty bad. bad. Oh, they're bad. They're we bad. seen one at a cruise in and dude had some work done to it. And I was like, Fuck, where the hell? This thing is awesome. You know, he, yeah, he likes boxes. He likes the history of the stuff. Um, he likes, you know, he's not so much on the mechanical side, but he's very attentive on detail. Yeah. Like I sent you the screenshot of what he sent me the other day, Tom, about yeah. the yeah. So you saw that and his opinion on things, he's a lot like me. He's very right. blunt. But um, but yeah, I mean he's 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 kind of coming into his thing. He's he likes cars now, which I'm real happy. He, he's not very, like I said, he's not very mechanical. He, he knows, he pays attention more than I think he does. Um, watches what I do. Because I told him, I said, look, dude, this car's going to be yours one day. Uh, you're going to have to learn how to do, the, do this shit because I'm not going to yeah. live for it. Yeah. You're going to have to learn how to drive it. You're going to have to learn how to work on it. And then if you choose to, you're going to have to learn how to keep this shit going if it does get bigger, you know? Yeah, because so, when you are gone, he's, he can't find another asshole to do it for him. Nope, absolutely not. There's not going to be one. It's him. It's my wife, my yeah. wife says he's he's a miniature version of me, and it's awesome because when I'm yelling at my oldest daughter for doing dumb shit, I can just stop and he'll finish my sentence. So I can just kind of hang back and be like, "This is awesome." I have the right. same situation here. My son's 21, my daughter's 19. Yep. So he's already lived it. You know, we had that conversation last night about tough love. Yep. Yeah, so you know, he 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 thanked me last night. He's like, "I'm so glad you didn't raise me up to be a pansy." <laughs> I honestly thought that it was going to be the opposite because I was around my daughter a lot more when she was little, and my son, um, he was 18 months old when me and her mother got divorced, and I was on the road a lot. But I was home more with my oldest, so I kind of was afraid that I was not going to have a relationship with him. And I'm not going to lie, for years, I felt like I was hanging out with a little stranger. Because he'd go on the road with me. We'd go like to Opelika down there to deliver to Walmart. And he'd drive away. We'd stop and get a candy bar. He was a little guy. You know, he's maybe about five or six. And, you know, I just felt like I was around a stranger. But I was closer to my daughter because I was around her more when she was little. Yeah. But now things have flopped. It's like, holy shit. 
he's mini me, and, mini me, and then my daughter's kind of wherever my daughter's at in yeah. her mom's yeah. world, whatever. But so that's that's taking a little getting used to. But I'm I'm happy about it because now I feel like I got more of a relationship with the kid. And people, you know, people have been divorced. You know, y'all they understand. I know a lot of y'all out there, guys. I have people all the time. You know, I strike up a conversation, Mustang guy especially. It's almost like we all married to the same ex-wife and have you know the same problems. You know, it's weird. So um, I, the kids are a big thing. I'm trying to play catch up, and that's uh, one of my other hobbies. You know, catch up and, and learn. Uh, you know, be with them and enjoy more time with them because I miss so much of it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And really, we're just homebodies, man. We'll, we're both on the go all the time. She works a good way from the house, and so do I. And when we get home, man, we just rather stay here. We, we do so small. You do like a, a yearly event too, though, though, right? I did a cruise in a cruise, cruise meetup to the to the Mustang. Well, there's a car museum in Carterville up there, Savoy, and we did a little yeah. meetup for that. My first one I ever did, and I'm going to try to do one here this month. Hopefully, um, not a cruise, but um, there's a Mexican restaurant in town. That has a big parking lot, and the city will give me a. I don't have to pay for it; it's just a permit to use the parking. So you're lot. you're going to help your kin folks out then? But uh, well, no, no. <laughs> that was a short joke, Mike. That was a short joke. Look, man, I'm not going to lie. We went to a Kinston Yetta one time because <laughs> my wife's my my mother in law's neighbors are Hispanic, and they had a their daughter had a Kinston Yetta, and I never knew what the fuck that was. <laughs> but I will tell you this: there's a shitload of beer and a shitload of food. Oh, people, so you're all about it. And people my height. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> people head as big sometimes. as me. <laughs> I'm actually taller than some of them. Yeah. I fit in great. It was like my a wife, land of the fucking toys. Awesome. My wife's like 5'2". Like so we go yep. grocery store shopping. You know, we, when we go to the grocery store and we're shopping and we see a you know, Hispanic, you know, the, the town right next to us has a large population of Hispanics. So oh, we go, we go in and when she, when she goes in, she'll, you know, like a, so Guatemalan walks through or something like that. She'll oh, walk up kind of close to them and look at me like, yep, I'm taller than they are. <laughs> I know. I get it. I'm like, baby, would you please put that. Stop it. You're not impressing me. <laughs> Those you legs aren't getting any longer, I promise. You two are <laughs> shocked. Like, you two <laughs> are shocked. <laughs> I'm telling you, what, years, of, years of experience to make me this way, I promise you, years of all that yeah. shit. But no, we're going to do a little meetup. Like, they can't, right now, our fucking Podunk City can't, they don't, they're going to try to set up where people can walk the streets and drink, which people do that anyway. We call them crackheads. Um, but legally to, to leave a restaurant with a, with a drink in your hand, but I can't, we can't like bring drinks out in the parking lot. But my goal was to have everybody meet like four or five and a half or a little earlier than that. And like Mustangs and margaritas is what I want to call it. You know, everybody come up that way. They're not bombarding the Mexican restaurant all at one time with eight, 80 people. Like we had 22 yeah. cars the last time. So get everybody, you know, park in the parking lot, walk around, shoot shit, eat, come back out, do what you want to do. He's going to give, he said drink specials and food specials, which is, Obviously, that's awesome this time, you know, oh, right now. Did. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, that's kind be, of my goal. This is going to be what? just Fox bodies, all Mustangs, all cars, whatever. All, all Mustangs, yeah. Yeah, because when, when I did the little cruise thing, man, we had we had a bunch of Foxes. We had some cars with parachutes. We had, some, you know, full-blown race cars. We had, you know, SN95s. We had, you know, Coyote car, S550s. We had the whole works. Yeah, it was, it was a nice, eclectic mix. Are you going to post anywhere online where that is for people to find it? 
Oh yeah, it'll be on my social media. It'll be on my personal social media, Southeast Fox Body on Instagram and and on my Facebook. I'll put it on that and make an event. Then I'll also put in the local um, car show groups and stuff around here. That's what I did last time. I had guys coming from like two and three hours away. Yeah. Because I mean, where I live at out here, I'm I'm probably an hour and a half from you, John Tops. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. you know twenty minutes from Piedmont. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it's real not. It's not a bad deal, but I'm about, I'm basically where I'm at. I'm 20 minutes from everywhere, but an hour from Atlanta, all the major yeah. cities around us. So yeah. I had a big, I had a big group come down and the little cruise was fun. We went through a bunch of back roads. And when I ran this uh, area up here north of me, I learned a lot of the little back roads and shit. So I took them on some good roads to cruise on. And, but this one right here is just going to be a meetup. Everybody just hang out, shoot shit before it gets too cold. Cause right now around here, all the old fogies have already stopped all the cruise ends. Right about the time that the weather's perfect. What's it like, 70 die. degrees down there? It's been 75 today. It's been 51 yeah. at night. What do, you guys exactly. consider too, what do you guys consider too cold for a show? Well, these fuckers are blood are thinner. I, I don't know what the deal is because I'm looking oh, at all of them going, you want to do this shit in dead of summer when it's 9,000 damn degrees and yeah. 200% humidity. But yeah. when now that it's cool, oh, it's too cold. I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with y'all? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're bringing our cars out. It's 30 degrees in the morning. Right. It's 30 degrees in the morning up here. We're still taking them out. Yeah. I'm wearing shorts yeah. to work. It's been like 40 degrees. I'm wearing shorts to work still. I mean, I'm not, I don't wear big winter coats and shit. It's not cold. I wear shorts year round. Yeah. I'm out from New Jersey. I yeah. mean, I'm used to the, I ran Chicago and Wisconsin twice. Where, where in Jersey are you from? Bergen County. Oh, no shit. That's where the asshole know. comes from then. That is where the asshole comes from. You never would have known. <laughs> that is where Dude, it I made it. I made it all the way through high school, through school. All I come down here in '89. I was in second grade. I made it all the way through school, and nobody knew I was from Jersey. I went back up in in '96 because my grandmother got, or '94 because my grandmother got sick, and I was like an outcast. All the people that I went to school with, they treated me like shit because I I left and, and and then was gone. But my senior year, my counselor looked at me. She goes. You're not from around here. You're from New Jersey. I said, how the fuck do you know that? And she said, your social security number. Everybody's got a prefix that matches yeah. what you know. Yeah. She knew it because she was from Jersey. But, yeah, I'm from Bergen County originally. My mom's, my dad's from Tennessee, and my mom's from up in Jersey. So they met when dad was running the road. He was going up there, delivering up there around East Rutherford, right there near the stadium. Yeah, yeah. He was running up there pretty regular from Nashville. So they met when he was running up there. No shit. So, I, I was born in Jersey, and I, like I said, I stayed there till. End of my first grade year, I came down here in 89. So, yeah, I've been here. I'm pretty much – like I said, I was raised in Tennessee, too. I mean, we were back and forth up there a lot, seeing his kinfolk. And being down here in the south, I mean, I've I've been out here long enough to be yeah, read it in, so to speak. But, yeah, yeah the yeah. asshole comes you're out. You're a southern boy. Me. You're a southern boy now. Yeah, yeah. I don't hunt yeah. shit like that. Like do, you ever, do you ever go – He don't hunt either. Do, man. He don't hunt. He goes and sits oh, in a deer shit. stand and waits. That's what he does. <laughs> It's called deer waiting. It's not called hunting. Hunting, you walk around with a damn bow and arrow, and you find something to shoot. What is this? What is this like? Sixteen hundred BC, bro? What the fuck? Yeah, you just hunting. get off the fucking Mayfield. What the fuck? Mayflower. I put a fucking feather. Put a fucking feather in my fucking ear behind my ear. Run around the woods. How do your kids hunt eggs? They walk around with a fucking basket. They walk around with a basket and they try to find the damn things, don't they? Yeah. Okay. How do you hunt for your glasses? Oh my I god! You try to find the some bitches, don't you? 
I run into everything till I find them. Right. Right. Exactly. How do you hunt for them balls? You look in your wife's purse, right? <laughs> That's right. So, so, so I'm telling you right now, you ain't hunting. You waiting. You stay, you sitting up in a deer stand and you waiting on something to walk by. Eat another fucking cake already. Eat another cake. You're a bunch of deer waiter is what you are. Turn it down. Eat another fucking cake. You don't need no more damn sugar. God dang. I, I'm trying to ask Mike here about car shows. And Put him in a fucking diabetic the- coma in a minute. Jesus. <laughs> Do us a fucking favor. <laughs> I can't have you bored, everybody. I mean, that goes. Sorry, John. My D50's over here, buddy, in my med bag. I can't do anything for you over there. <laughs> yeah, I mean. All right. So, do you go to any big shows, Mike? Because I've never seen you any of the bigger shows. Hell no, you don't go to nowhere. Man, look, I did. You got time for that shit. I did a show that took place or takes place in uh, the mountains of Tennessee. Uh, and I was in charge of a police car display, so to speak, at one year. And some things transpired that I didn't quite agree with. Uh, so I just bowed out of it all together and I kind of lost it. That kind of ruined me in the big shows because of the politics and the bullshit and just the way that kind of went on. I'm not going to get into details. If anybody wants to know, feel free. That's to why shoot. I think you, you should come to Ford takeover because there's well, no, buddy, you are in fucking luck because that is going to be the first event that Southeast Fox body will be set up at as a vendor. And I'm looking forward to it because when I did that unnamed show, in Tennessee, the little cruise in they do the night before, we had a blast. I like a cruise in. I'm not a yeah. show guy. I've done enough shows over the years. I don't, like I said, I don't like the politics. Everybody's got a buddy that donates money or is a friend or pat on the back, and I'll hook you up with this shit or that shit. I think it ought to be an equal thing across the board. Everybody just rolls up, parks your shit, walks around, has a good time. There's no stress. There's no hate. There's no aggravation. There's no ill will. Nothing. And that's what I like about Ford Takeover. Caleb's been trying to get me to go for a while. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, when you have to bid your vacation out at, at the beginning of the year like I do, it's kind of yeah. hard to plan shit. Yeah. But I, and I was going to go last year. Early. Hey, he got that date out early this year, so no I excuses. Because I saw him throw that up there, no excuses. I, I threatened him, and I told him he better do that because if yeah. he didn't, I'm going to be there. Because last yeah. year, I planned on being there because, you know, I have a car now that I can drive that doesn't have lights and, and decals on it. And the problem was before – I couldn't just hop in that state patrol car and drive it around. I could, but I would have went to jail. Yeah. Um, so I had to cover shit up and I couldn't really enjoy myself. So the first year I get a damn car that I can just hop in and drive like all my friends. Um, I have to go on a fucking Florida vacation, which I ain't going to complain because it was the first vacation I've ever took with all my kids. And I know that sounds horrible, but with my schedule, when I was on the road, the kids would go with my wife down to Florida, and I was in Florida technically, but I was not having fun while I was down yeah. there I was working. Um, I used that gum. Take you took your binoculars, you know you did. I was in my thong on the hood of that Peterbilt in an orange grove <laughs> or a lettuce grove picking up produce. Exactly that's, what I was doing. That's Hunting, TMI. That's TMI, working, buddy. TMI. Working the shit out of my OnlyFans like you ain't never seen. Only and I did not make it. I didn't make <laughs> so any now, money. On so now I almost have to go to Ford Takeover. Yeah, yeah so shit, Sherlock. I was yeah. hoping you're gonna fucking be there. I mean, goddamn, I ain't gonna drive up there for nothing. It's, it's a, it's really hard for me to. Uh, I know. To it's say it's no, hard for me to, no, it's, it's hard for me to drive 14 hours. It's like a 10 day ride in the right. truck for you, isn't it's, it? It's it's 
It's a 10-day ride in the truck. Go ahead and say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's far. It's 14 it's, hours it's, for him to drive. No joke. Fuck, it's yeah, six it, for me. Oh, he's, took, beat he's beat down. It took me like 17 hours with fuel stops and piss breaks and all that shit. No joke. I, I look at I look at traveling now. Like to me, I would I'd run Miami and be back the next morning. I'll leave out three in the afternoon on a Sunday, be in Miami early that morning, and be back in Atlanta that afternoon. Yeah, that but dude, I some guys are built for that shit. Some guys not more, not more, buddy. No, 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 no. I no, ain't, no. I ain't I built for drive, it. I had to drive to Panama City. I was like, "Fuck this shit! How did I do this for a living for so many years? Why?" Oh, I, yeah. I could still do it. I mean, I'm, so I'm you can. Years ago, years ago, I worked for a Porsche Audi of America, yeah. and I delivered a Porsche. I drove actually. Uh, so the the guy had a bad experience with shipping companies, yeah, and yeah. he was trading in a nine eleven Carrera, and he bought a nine eleven Turbo S. He did yeah. not want this car on a on a trailer. Yeah. So they paid me to drive this car from Jersey to New Mexico and then bring the other one back. Wow. Back then, I was, geez, I don't know, 24 years old, maybe. Right? Yeah. I did that shit straight out, man. Like 32 hours, bam. No problem. Now, dude, nope. I, I'm done at like 12. I'm, I'm capped. That's I'm it. Telling you know, you that. I haven't ran at night until. Hell, we left down there like eight at, eight at night in Panama City and drove straight back through the night. And I'm like, I, I used to always run at night. I'd leave late at night or early in the morning, beat all the traffic. And that, I mean, that was literally my life for years. And yeah, now yeah. looking at it, I'm like, God dang, man. I don't How know did I do that, do that without killing myself? Yeah. Now, and I was like, I don't have to run out here and beat the clock like I used to. But so, I mean, it's, yeah. I got a couple different ways I can go. I mean, it, it's, it's wanting to send me through Crashville and I'm not. I'm not dealing with that going up through Nashville and all that. I'm going to run through the woods, through Muscle Shoals and up the bottom side. So through, that's, that's through, how I go. I go, I yeah. go up through Muscle Shoals. Through Gadsden and all that through your way and then shoot across. Yeah. And that's where yeah. I'm going to go. Well, heck, just I don't let me like, know when you head up this way and we may just pigtail up together. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Cause I'm, yeah. I told her I'm going to, I'm going to go up there on that Thursday for sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to put I'm, that in my, in my bid. So yeah, there you go. Oh, I'm going to try I'm hard go to come down. I, I usually leave out about, I, I think we left Thursday morning. Yeah. And head that way. It was a really, really good yeah. show, man. Yeah, it was. I see that's what I'm looking forward to because I, I my thing is this. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I'm not gonna have a big elaborate tent like all the other famous folks do. I'm gonna have my little tent, I'm probably gonna get a backdrop. Cause, you know, I'm not as big as they are, but I'm gonna be a little fish in a big pond, I guess you could say. But I'm gonna be right in the middle of them. And that's fine with me, because you know what? If you don't know me now, you probably fucking know me by the time you we get done. Up that's it. That's um, it. And that's just the way it's going to be. I mean, I'm going to, I don't have a lot to show. I don't have, you know, yeah. whatever, you know, my little 200 something followers you on YouTube. Doing? Sure. Sure. That doesn't mean, listen, yeah, the amount of followers, that means nothing. Like bring, uh, yeah. have some cars that you didn't work on, which I've seen oh, yeah. in yep. your booth and let the work speak for itself. That's it. Well, that's that's going to be the thing. Uh, my my buddy that's the troop retired trooper he's he's actually back working part-time he got suckered into working traffic now he was just working the courthouse but they fucked him into working traffic so he's he's playing uh road cop again but i've done laid the law now i said look and i i want you to be with me Anybody, at the show yes my car which my t-shirts we did we did a, a a remake of the old takes one to catch one and i put a red coupe on it this is long before i had this red coupe i put a red coupe and i put my state patrol car on the back of it to update it because the one that Bleakley did when I was working there, 
um, was really a shitty design. It was good for the time, but it needed to be updated. So that's my whole thing behind Southeast Fox Body was my shirts. We started doing that. And those are the two cars that were on there. So my red coupe and that SSP car, that's my goal to have there. And that car alone, just that fully marked state patrol car and the history behind it, being the man that got it, he had an 88 that got wrecked and they gave him that 89 brand new right after he wrecked the 88, which shouldn't have happened, but because he was the top DUI guy in the state, um, they, they brought him a new one up there. And so that car is going to be there. It was a drag. It was drag race when the, the Mathis brothers had um, their big Mustang sale thing up here in, in Dalton or Chatsworth. They used to buy those cars from auction. They drag raced a bunch of them. His was one of them that got drag raced. It still got the Lakewood drag struts on. It still got the plates in the trunk where they had the roll bars welded to it. The package tray had to be remade and put back in it because it was cut out for the roll bar. I mean, but now the car's back exactly like he had it when he was in service. His radar down to his hat, his ticket book, his every damn thing in the car. I got the lights, the siren, the radio works. It just like my car was. It could go to work today. Wait a minute, wait a uh, minute. You said the hat was in the car? Yeah. So I had did a you hat ever, so did did you ever like pretend to get it like when you're in the car? Did you ever pretend that you was getting out of the car and being Mr. Billy Badass and putting a hat on and cocking like it? Super Troopers. Yeah, like Super Troopers like and walk up like, hey, buddy, speeding through my county. I will tell you this. The big the big hat is a sacred thing for the Georgia State Patrol. And any yeah. guy that's a trooper will tell you that. That's one thing I never did. I never – I had a hat. I had – I mean, everything I had was correct. I had the badge, the, the trooper he, that retired he, my car. He did it, Tom. He did it. He no. did it. He I just did not. I believe that he did it. I believe that he did it. No. That's one thing. <laughs> now, if I was at a show, now we'll tell you this. There's there's one thing. Now, the real police cannot handcuff you and put you in a car yeah. unless you're under arrest. That's I can't remember right. exactly what. Right. Yeah. But I can tell you right now, you will never know how many freaking cougars have a cop fetish. Until you own one of those cars, police car. I had put me in the car. I had handcuffs. I had everything. <laughs> just like you done. No, no. Seriously, I had a ticket book. I had I had everything in that car, just like it was when when Trooper Lyle retired it. I had two troopers on my car. I had my car. One in Statesboro, and then one in down here by me. And he worked in Atlanta with it. And I had his number on the roof. And I had everything set up just like he had it. And I had cuffs, ticket book, a hat vest everything and i'd be at a show and i'm telling you these they'd come up can you put the cuffs on me oh. <laughs> i'm like and i'm looking at them and my wife's standing there and i'm like do these oh my God. Not realize this is not like handcuffs in that aspect are really not fun give us an age give us, give us an age range of where you were at at that time and where they were at at that time as far as ages well, this are. Has been the last four years I've only had the red devil a year so okay they so were, were they were in their were 40s. 30, 36 and they were in their 40s no they were in their like late 40s early 50s oh look at you man they wanted that young stud yeah. what they wanted well, they weren't getting it because my wife knows how you've gotten real good. <laughs> and I'm gonna take another little secret. Her old partner on the ambulance is a deputy coroner around here. So guess what? Anything that happens, to little old Mikey here is gonna be a damn accident. I can promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that insurance policy is gonna get cashed in, ain't it? <laughs> I'm telling you, you, you don't fuck around when you got a woman that's that her old partner that trained her on the ambulance is the fucking deputy coroner. Dude, oh my that lord, shit is too funny, funny, yeah. too funny. 
So no, like are you going? Are you going to any other shows besides Four Takeover? I'm going to no. a show at my friend's funeral home Saturday. So no ponies in the Smokies, no Foxtoberfest, none of that big stuff. Not no, definitely not ponies and Smokies. But um, I mean, Foxtoberfest. I've thought about it. I just don't know. I've thought about. I, I've tossed that one around, but I don't. I don't know. Why not? Why not? You should do Foxtoberfest. Like why said, not bring your booth and put it? Why not bring the booth, put it up at Foxtoberfest, and expand? Yeah. The biggest thing I just need to get. I need to get the vacation with the family nailed down, and then four takeover days nailed down. So I got like three weeks vacation and a week of personal days. So I don't need to burn everything up. I need to kind of plan some things out. No, so, I, I understand yeah. planning. You no, know that goes. But I do. I do. I've looked. I've, I've thought seriously hard about going to Foxtoberfest. But like I said, you the should. whole big thing. Yeah, I know. I, I do need to. I had the problem was I had so much fun when I did pits, and then all that kind of went to hell. That that kind of soured big shows for me. Here's the sense. thing, though. Here's the thing. If if you're looking to make Southeast Fox bodies, um, I know I got to go grow. I know it's not going to happen by me sitting at the house. I know. Right. You got to get off your ass and do it, man. Because that's I mean that's where the people are. That's where they're going to see your work. And I've you know I've seen. I've seen. I actually have seen some of your work firsthand at Carlisle, so I know it's top notch. Oh, you see that that trooper car, uh, yeah. and the guy that was there with it—that's the one that I'm bringing. That's my buddy. I'm well aware of the car. It was the nicest car there, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it was kind of a know, fucked up deal, but yeah. Yeah, I, but listen, you know, it is what it is, right? Like that doesn't change. That doesn't change the quality of work you did to the car, and it doesn't change what yeah. people what people see when they look at it. So, yeah. I mean. If you want to grow yourself, you got to put yourself out there, man. Don't don't let one bad experience hold yeah, you. Yeah, I'm out. You know what I mean. So bring your ass, bring your ass to Foxtoberfest. Yeah, set up that booth and the rest and of you too. Don't just bring your ass, okay? Bring the rest of you too. <clears throat> All four foot nine, every bit of it. <laughs> even right. if you just come, even if you just come for Friday night and Saturday. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I'd come up for the show. That's the biggest thing, probably. Just come up for that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't do the drag race. Hey, come up on Thursday Friday. evening and hang out Friday and Saturday. Right. Yeah. Come home yeah. Sunday. You know. I'm about five hours from Charlotte. So. Yeah. I mean, all you'd have to do is take off one day. Yeah, I'm hoping the oldest daughter ends up going to go to college in Greensboro and not fucking Pittsburgh, because she was looking at Point <laughs> Park in Pittsburgh. Uh -oh. No, uh -oh. not happening. I know you no. told me. No, not happy with that. I'd rather yeah, go to Nashville. We, we, we talked about that a little bit, man. And I know, but this kid has never been out of the state of Georgia. Does not have any her, have any clue on how to adult or how to manage time or money. I'm telling you. So I'm just like none of them do until they do it, Mike. You didn't buddy, until I'm you did it. right now. It's gonna be it, it's gonna be interesting. All I got to say, but uh, but definitely, yeah. Fox. I've, I've thought about. I even talked to my wife. I was like, I need to go. I need to go do more stuff. I need to oh, nine and still don't know how to adult and show my face. I guess you can say other you than do, you do because I mean yeah. if you're looking to if you're looking to supplement trucking with this, then people need yeah. to see your work. Your your work is quality. The stuff you do is great. Like that 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 SSP car is is awesome. I mean it's yeah. Hey, I pick myself apart though. Like when I look at my car, like it's got rock chip. I mean it looks good on camera and it, and it looks we good on our life. All our own worst critic. Every one of but us is our own worst I'll critic. I pick that motherfucker apart, and, yeah. and and you know, and that's just the way I am about things. And but other people will look at it. Like the other day, my neighbor's uh, grandsons come over, 
and he thought I still had the SSP card. My, I had the door open. He's like, my wife was out there taking the dog. I said, is Mike home? Can I go show my brother his car? She's like, yeah, you don't have the police car anymore. He's got a red coupe. And he's like, what? So he comes in here just going fucking bananas over it. I'm like, fucking car, man. Yeah, but that's it. I mean, we're all, we're all, we all do it to ourselves. We, the last uh, podcast we were talking about yeah. that with, yeah. with Billy. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm the worst with that, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'll beat myself to death over it just because. But what yeah. I see is a flaw other people don't even see. No. Exactly. No. Then I kind of question, are you blind? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. But again, you know, so I don't know. I think you should, I think if you can and your schedule allows, you should definitely. You know, I do want to do more. I really do. I want to go meet people. I mean, I hear all this, and this guy's awesome, or these folks are cool. This is so much fun. I want I want to meet these people, and I need to, because I get, I get people even around here, like the dude that does my fucking grass out here, that does the, the spraying for the weeds and shit. I put my sign out when I did the work for the state patrol. I put the sign out in front of my garage on the wall so they knew where to drop the car off. Just put it out there. And this cat sends me that message. He's like, dude, I didn't realize I've been – you know, that you were one of my customers. I watch your videos and I follow you. And I'm like, I didn't know what? I was in the presence of royalty all this time. That's what I'm right. like. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like what? Who? It's just me, man. What the hell? But dude, and you, I, don't, and you know, I don't, you don't have to, you don't have to enter into the show aspect of it. No. Yeah. yeah no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. You know, if, if you don't want to do that, that, you just show up, bring your tent, you sell up, some merch, it. man, yeah. show people what you can do. Yeah, these yeah. Fucking go. Because these damn shirts, I mean, they when people see them, they go fucking wild over them because it's a nice shirt. Thing. Yeah, I mean, they it's got the police car and the coupe on the back of it. You know, it's the old school shit. So yeah. they sell that. I got to get more done actually before Ford Takeover. And we did some hats too. Um, but the thing is, I try to tell people about merchandise is this. And I told Brian this too because Brian just released his thing right. that he's doing. Shift happens. Everybody wants your shit. Until you put it out there, and then yeah. they vanish. Yeah. Mm. Now we we sold a bunch of don't worry, I got odd size shirts left that nobody can wear. I can't even wear like mediums and smalls. Believe it or not, John. Thank you for you open your fucking mouth. I wear a large. Thank you. Um, small short. What are you trying to say? Small large, as I call it. Small kids short, large. John. Kids, <laughs> husky, husky small. or kids large. Small vertically challenged. It's not short. Large. It's vertically challenged. Yep. So <laughs> smart. You know, we we don't make a lot of them at a time. You know, and I got them on my on my online store that's on my Instagram and my Facebook or whatever. Mm. But you know, we need to get more of them made for that. But I mean, it's one of those things like, a, and in the hats too. You know, I put the idea for the hats out there. Oh, I want one. I want one. Cool. Have them done. Didn't get a lot of them just because I yeah. knew better. Yeah. Then you then fuckers vanish. And I try yeah. to explain that to people. You, you got to either, you know, you got to plan ahead. You got to, there's going to be a so, lot of talk, a lot less action. So I actually think that you're right about that when it comes to like merch, like online, yeah. but going to these shows and seeing um, the vendors and the YouTubers yeah. with all their merch in oh, person, yeah. it's a, I think it's a very different thing because oh yeah, me too, me too. they're all selling out in, in person at these shows. Like Fox, yeah, I believe yeah. multiple multiple people sold out yeah, yeah. we're gonna bring definitely ford takeover because having both the cars there especially like that's i think my you'll do well i think you really will yeah yeah i mean i'm not you know that was my main thing i went and that was our biggest thing we started was the shirts too so i was like you know i got this this idea it needs to be redone 
It's a great idea. Everybody loved it. It's old school 90 shit. Bring it back out, update it, and put a new spin on it and send it off. And that's and it's worked well for us. And I know in person they'll with the, with both those cars sitting there and that shirt hanging. Oh, they'll go fast. I no doubt about that. You know, yeah. just gotta get maybe make up a little, maybe make up a little business flyer or something about what what you do and the services yep. and all that. You yep. know. So before we end here, because we're at the hour mark, we usually go right around this time. Yeah. Um, what's uh, just give us the recap of you know if someone was to contact you looking for service, like what could they reach out to you? What kind of work? Would you would you be offering people if they wanted to reach out to you? So someone was saying you needed work to their car, and they yeah. contacted Mike. What what kind of stuff would you offer? So they come to me and they've got a car that's ninety nine percent finished, but they don't know what to do under hood, or they get a a car that's in really good shape and they want to keep it stock. Like I had a guy brought me a forty two hundred mile original mile GT a while back. Um, the underhood looked like shit because it'd been sitting forever. The outside of the car, the paint cleaned up good. A lot of people, they don't know how to deal with that side of the, you know, what to take yeah. off, how to clean it, how to refinish it, make it look original. Do I, you know, are you at the point where I, a lot of people come to me and they're like, okay, this is, my car looks good on the outside. The plastic's faded on the interior panels and my engine looks rough under hood. Everything gets the typical Ford yellowing or greening and all that little white chalky shit that gets all over your accessories. What do I do? That's where I come in. Okay, you got options. Here, here's your thing. Do you want to go? How original is your car? Well, I've still got all the decals on all the parts underneath the hood. Okay, well, the first thing we need to do is leave it like that, give it a good cleaning, and refurb it to where it looks original still. But we we clean it and we seal everything in to where it stays looking original, but not all chalky and nasty. That's mainly what people do. Though that's what the kind of stuff they want. You know, with the state's car that I did, they could show the outside. The car was restored in 2013. They never would pop the hood because they were ashamed of it. So, you know, they wanted to be able to show all aspects of the car, under hood, interior, everything needed to look right. So that's where I came in. And all I did was everything under the hood and interior. And that's my, like right. so that's what I focus on. So you got a guy that he's scared to fool around under his engine bay. He don't know how to, you know, uh, evacuate the Freon in his AC system to pull his AC compressor off. Or he thinks he can paint everything while it's on the car. No. Yeah. You got to do it. You're going to do it. You got to do it right. And that's, that's yeah. the kind of stuff that I do. I mean, I'll disassemble accessory drive, upper intake, valve covers, all your rubber parts. I, I do everything down to the decals on the core support, the decals on your airbox. I mean, refurbishing your, if you got the factory intake, you know, I go through all those steps. You've seen some of the pictures of some of the stuff I've done. Yeah. The, Celine, yeah. the state patrol car, you know, that's what I do is if you got a stock car and you want it to look stock back original, I can do that. Or like my buddy had the 93 Cobra. It was all under the hood, had a cold air intake, a three row radiator, a bunch of other shit that he didn't want. He wanted to back stock. I mean, we go as far as, you know, factory motorcraft plug wires, factory wire looms. I mean, all that stuff. Or I can do, if you want to add, you know, bolt on modification stuff, I can do that too. You know, I don't yeah. do engine work. I don't have the space. I can do it. I have done it, but I don't have the space here for it. So I, right. I watch, I limit myself and I'm very selective on like, a lot of people think I'm kind of like a because I do some car show detailing and stuff like that, car show prep. You know, they want to get their car over the edge for the big car show they're going to. Like I got a guy that's got a '93 Cobra R. He's going. He does pits every year. He's going to bring it to me before pits and have me go through it real good and freshen it up. You know, 
I'm not like a detail shop. Like I, I still get people call me, hey man, my buddy's got a 2015 Duramax. Can you detail? Fuck no. Right. I don't no. do that. Right. I do I do Mustang stuff. I do not just Fox bodies. I'll do newer Mustang. I've done a few of those. But that's so, just my main thing is bringing it to the next level for you. So say you got a, you got a running, driving Mustang. Uh, mm-hmm. Outside looks great. The engine bay is not all that pretty. And you're yep. looking for someone to clean that up and make it look pretty. Mike is your guy. Yeah. Before we end, I know for a fact that, uh, or I, I believe for a fact that just because you think you're the biggest asshole there is on Facebook and, and Tom thinks that, you know, you're the biggest asshole. On Facebook, I never said that prick. Ah! You did. You did. No, you I said, did not. Let's address the skeleton in the room. No, no. Well, 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 listen, that's though, what you said. I, I, because you've listen, got a perception out there that I, you're a I, big asshole. Is there, is there not? I is that for real, though? I mean, do you hear this from other people? I've heard it, but I mean, is it the word going around? I think Mike, it's funny, I'm though. not going to bullshit you. <laughs> I'll tell you flat out. Yes, people have said that to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. Here, here's here's what I want to know. Okay. okay. So, as 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 big of an asshole as you want to the world to perceive i know you have inspiration and somebody has inspired you so give that shout out i know you have some folks that that you know that that you want to shout out before we end shit inspired me and why he's thinking about that yeah why he's thinking about that the reason i brought that up is because it was mentioned to me and i know mike personally a little more personally now and he is not that by any means you know, so I mean, just a little bit, <laughs> but, but I mean, it's only four foot nine of it. Right. All, right. <laughs> so all your shout outs, brother. <laughs> yeah. Shout out who who's inspired you. I mean, who do you, I mean, there's gotta be somebody that you kind of draw inspiration from, look up to, uh, really admire as far as, you know, just anything in life. Yeah. Just anything, dude. Anything, anything, anybody. Uh, my buddy that's a retired trooper, I, I you know, he, I kind of call him my second dad. Um, uh, met him, and he's kind of helped me see things in a different light, so to speak, I guess. Kind of made me a better person. Yeah. Taught me that there's some things that are worth fighting over and some things mm-hmm. that aren't. Um, he's kind of like my dad. We didn't have – we didn't get along great growing up. So I can, I can talk to Rick about things that I really wouldn't talk to my normal dad about. My real yeah. dad. Yeah, because you know, we can just shoot the shit. But he's he's really helped me. You know, like come on, man. You know, yeah. This this is that off. Some stuff is worth going up on the hill and dying for, and some stuff ain't. Yep. You know, and he's he's helped me a lot with that in that aspect. And you know, I look up to him a lot. He I, he he knows. I, I think a lot of him, but I really I think I'm I'm definitely inspired by him. You know. Yeah. The dude the dude's done a lot, seen a lot. And, and being in public safety like I was, and then he was in a different aspect of it, obviously, but we kind of connected on that level. But just the fact that he he was always there to help. He's And you know, when I worked on his car or something, or he'd come down, you know, he'd stay the night or something, and we'd work together on it. You know, or I'd go up to his place. And, I mean, hell, I was up there repainting his fucking Kubota Mini-X one day for him. I mean, it's just shit like that. We just we always have a good time doing it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I look, I really do. I look up to him on stuff like that, you know, anything really in life. You know, he calls me every Friday. Happy Friday, you little fucker. 
So we all got those guys, man. Yeah. 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 That's really, yeah. I say that. And then my wife too. I mean, I'm going to be hundred percent honest with you. I, I, I'm just going to be straight up. I probably wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. It's yeah. just going to be hundred percent real, you know, cause I was at a point in life. We're all where, three in that same boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I was at a point in life where I, I just had, I recently divorced you know, a year or two after that. Um, she came in, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys don't, a lot of people don't realize single moms are not just damaged goods. Single dads are considered damaged goods. Yeah. You know, I had, you know, two kids, I had a two year old and a, an 18 month old or a four year old and 18 and an 18 month old. So that's a hard thing to, to come into the life of. And she's been around my kids since they were little and, you know, treats them like they're her own better than their own mother does. But she's also helped me learn too how to process things and actually listen and understand like, like you're talking about Tom, you understand how things are. She's the same way. She'll flat out tell you that, that I can be an asshole, but she'll also tell you real quick, like you said, you know, I'll give a shirt off. You my shirt back. Off your back. And, yeah. And it's the truth. Yeah. But she, like you and you, John too, you understand the reasons once, and it's with anybody, you never know what somebody's going through, so what's going through their head. Um, and I'm bad about to jump on the gun quick. I'm the world's worst about it. And then, but you know, when you got somebody that understands you, and that that's one thing she's always done. She she'd tell me point blank, dude, you're being a fucking dumbass. Stop. Yeah. Or she'd say you're you're you got a legit thing. You know, you need to, you know, I understand what you're angry about. You know, and that, those two definitely, her especially. Yeah. Awesome. You know. So just um, real real quick, John, before you before you wrap it up, if you don't mind. Yeah. So. Uh, the, the last little bit that I have to, have got to say about that is, is uh, I don't know if you've noticed or not his screen name. Midget Satan, I saw it. <laughs> Midget Satan. I've been looking at it the whole time. <laughs> I had to, I had to, I, I laughed about halfway through the pod. I was like, oh shit, I didn't notice it at first. And then I saw yeah. it, I was like, oh shit, that's All awesome. Right. I got to save that for last. Right. But, yeah, before I wrap, cool. before I wrap it up, I know it's not Fox Body Talk, but I, I really enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, uh, especially it. the very end there, um, because I was raised by uh, a single father, and I know the struggles that come along with that. Yeah, you know, um, quick example, like it was me and my sister, so we had no female in the house. So everything that young females go through growing up, my father had to deal with. Yep, um, yep. That's a hard thing, buddy. I know there's a lot of men listening to this. And uh, imagine, imagine having to deal with that as a single man with no woman to turn to for help, or uh, teaching my sister how to shave her legs by shaving one of his own. So, again, it's not Fox Body Talk, but I personally appreciate that, Mike, and respect it because I lived it and I saw what it's like to be a single dad. So, if there are any single dads out there listening, shout out to you, man. And uh, hell yeah. You ain't alone. Absolutely, guys. I mean, don't don't ever don't. It, it gets tough, and I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I've sat in my house and with nothing but a mattress on the floor and cried like a baby with my two young kids. You know, they were crying, and I was crying. I'm not, I'm not too proud to admit that. You know, we're yeah. we're real men here, and this is how shit goes. That's that yeah. that is real life. You can play shit on real social life. media, yep. on, but that's yep. real yes, fucking life. There. Yep. You got it. So you got it. when the shit gets you down, that's one reason with the Fox body. I had that 87 convertible of mine to turn to. And I had a little one car garage. It was so small. I couldn't even open my toolbox drawer up with the car in there all the way on my snap on box because it, it was just that little. 
and I built that car in there. But that car helped me get through the divorce yeah, and the struggles. And, and I got laid off from my job at the same time I got divorced. I mean, guys, it shit happens out there. It's a real shitty world. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, you know, it always, it always, everything always comes back to this, right? Like we just had a, a decent conversation that was not even about Fox bodies. A lot of it. Yeah. But the one thing that got us into this conversation is Fox bodies. Yep. So this community, whether you're talking about a motor, whether you're talking about wheels, whether you're talking about suspensions, maybe you're not talking about any of that. But because of these cars, we've yep. made friends that could help us through life situations. People yep. understand the situations we're going through, um, whatever it may be, because of these stupid ass cars. You may meet yep. somebody that you feel like's a brother to you, and you've only known them for a year. Exactly. I.e. So, Tom. So with that said, we're going to end it there. And remember, it ain't always about motors. It ain't always about wheels. But these mm -hmm. cars, uh, they brought us together in a lot of different ways. That's it. So shout out to everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Mike. Thank you. I really enjoyed this podcast. Thank Until you next time. Later. See you guys. See ya.